Welcome. We hope you enjoy this recording from Christ City Church, based in Dublin, Ireland. For more podcasts and information on the church, please visit ChristCityChurch.ie. Thank you for listening. Hi, everyone. So, my name is Sarah, and I'm helping lead intro. Um, just a little bit of background. I, I moved to Dublin with my husband here, Brent, in this January, and then we started attending Christ City Church uh, in February. So I grew up in a Christian home, and I was kind of fully immersed into Christianity from the age of a child. I guess at first it, I took it all upon board because I didn't know any better. It's kind of what I was told, so I believed it. However, when I gained my own understanding, as I grew a bit older, I began to get quite irritated and bored and simply over church in general. Um, I associated Christianity with like a rigid set of rules where I didn't feel I could live freely. Um, I was kind of almost embarrassed about being part of a Christian family um, at times because I felt like I couldn't partake in activities with my friends. Um, certain ones, such as, like, my parents are quite strict sometimes, so watching certain films was a bit of a no-go, going to parties on a Sunday because I'd have to go to church. Um, And for me, there seemed to be, like, no life in church at that age. It felt strict, and I felt like I had to be this certain person that did not match up to who I really was. Um, So then I started attending secondary school, and the issue kind of grew for me... um, I felt I almost resented my parents for being, in my mind, quite unnecessarily strict. They, I mean, they loved me and they wanted the best for me, but I guess I just related it to, to rules and being quite conservative and rigid. So to me, it didn't seem fair, and I don't think they really knew what I wanted and what I was searching for. I just wanted to be popular at school and fit in, and that Christian part of that didn't really feel like that fit into that criteria. Um, but it wasn't until I started like hearing questions in my RE class, a bit out of context from the church that I'd always be attending, um, at school, and we were talking about the meaning of life and why was I created, why am I here. And I guess that kind of just triggered something for me because it was out of context to what I was used to in the church, and um, it did kind of make me think, you know, why am I here? Like, why am I created? What is my purpose on earth? What's the meaning? And so, yeah, in, so then as I grew up and got a bit older, um, I started attending these Christian camps along with my sisters and cousins. Um, we just all went along. My parents thought it would be kind of a fun side of Christianity. And so I gave it a go and made some good friends there and everything. And there was a fun element to these camps. Uh, they hadn't had lots of activities, and I met people my age that kind of seemed normal and not weird Christians. Um, so... And then in addition to that, I got to hear about Jesus, but it was like in a whole new light. Um, it's like something kind of grew and awakened in my heart. And it was, I can't really explain it, but it was just kind of like he became real, whereas before it was just almost dead to me. Um, and I saw that Jesus wanted a personal relationship with me. And like we are talking about true love just earlier, it felt like his love on the cross was relevant and powerful Um, and it kind of got personal to me Um, it wasn't a rigid set of rules anymore it felt like a relationship it felt like something alive and 
Um, so I just felt overwhelmed by that love and I knew that I needed to invite Jesus into my life. I had this sense of kind of urgency that something needed to change in my life. And so from that moment on, I prayed um, for Jesus to come into my life and I kind of was really worried that I did it right or whatever. So I, I guess I just wanted to make sure. And I can honestly say since that prayer that I knew in my heart that I wasn't alone anymore. I had this like big sense of peace and um, a sense that, that God was with me, that I wasn't just going through life on my own. Um, but I must say, though, that feelings can come and go. Um, they're quite like the wind. They, they come and they go, especially being a girl. I mean, emotional, like I am. And, but faith to me is like a different concept. It's not all feelings or an emotional hype. I think sometimes people think Christian can be on this emotional hype and just be having this crutch to get through life. But um, my decision to follow Jesus hasn't always been a smooth ride either. Sometimes as well, Christianity, people can think, oh, you know, once you're a Christian, everything's going to be perfect. But it hasn't been, and that isn't actually what it is. And there's definitely been ups and downs um, in my faith, just growing up and getting to union, different things. My faith's wavered at times. For example, sometimes I've doubted if I'm even a Christian, I've doubted if God's even real. I've had those doubts still. I've had those questions. Um, and cause sometimes also, like, I've envisaged things to go in a different way to what they have gone. So that's like, is God real in this time? Yet through all of this, I have always been led back to Jesus. And, I, and his love has kind of shown me that he constantly wants a relationship with me. And he, most importantly, he wants to meet me where I'm at. And I feel that's kind of a key to God's love, that we can sometimes try to be this... Thing, but actually God just wants to meet us where we're at and that's really humbling and I think that God wants us to be like that with other people like to meet people where they're at in their point of need and we don't have to try and, and fit into that box and it's a free gift um, so that kind of ties in the topic of tonight to me that's the truest meaning of the word love it's a sacrifice like none other and Jesus came I believe Jesus came to this earth to show us how much he loves us and how we should replicate that love onto others. Um, such love embodies us and helps us to grow, and it helps us to see the world the way that God would want us to see it. So let me give you one example of this. It's about how God's love has held onto me um, during the last year, was probably one of the real hardest years of my life. Like, there's a lot going on, and so just thought it'd be good to share an example. Um, so firstly, due to... Um, immigration issues, I'm sure quite a lot of you know that me and Brent have had a lot of struggles with our once we were married, we couldn't live together for a year, um, on and off and even before that we were in a long distance relationship for four years so that whole thing was, was difficult and we kind of thought once we get married surely that would be the end of it but it was really stressful so we had all that and I was in England he was back in the States and we just everything we tried, nothing worked out, it was just like we were apart. So that was really tough. And then last March, my sister really out of the blue, she suddenly became critically ill with pneumonia. And this led to septicemia. So we were told she was going to die. We were told there was nothing that could be done. And me and my sister are so close. So that, that was such a hard time. And it just came out of nowhere. Um, to the She was in the ICU. And this kind of felt just like a black hole just came... I was just in this black hole, like all of a sudden we were thrown into this really horrendous situation. Um, Brent was out of the country, but he just flew back 
because we didn't think she was going to make it. So all our family came together. But, um, and he didn't even check the visa situation. So we just kind of risked it. But actually, like against all the odds, and I believe a miracle took place, she, she did turn a corner and, and she's still alive today. But that's, to me, I believe that's an answer to prayer. And two months later, out of the blue, I was rushed into hospital and then needed urgent surgery the day that I was admitted. So that was just kind of crazy. Um, and it felt surreal because me and my sister, who'd never had health issues, all of a sudden we were like recovering together two months later. Um, so yeah, it was just a lot of traumatic events at that time. Um, and Brent was like our male nurse in the house. <laughs> But, um, yeah, so then in the July, he had to return to the U.S. And because all this other craziness had been going on, um, his visa had expired, and we hadn't even kind of worked out our solution to be together. So there was no resolution. Um, and then a month later, another crazy thing happened. A close friend of mine just tragically died, and we were told at that time that he'd committed suicide, leaving behind his um, long-life partner who's and a friend of mine I've known for years, and their two-year-old child, who is our goddaughter. So it was just crazy. It was just a crazy amount of events all at once. And it, and it just didn't feel like my life. My life kind of felt normal before, and then all these crazy things were happening at once. And all these things trigger such emotion, like they just put life in a completely different perspective. Um, but yet through all that, I, I think I did witness true love. Like, I felt broken. I felt raw. Um, but God was like a rock because I could easily have just rejected God in that time. And, like, you know, I've tried to serve you. Why is all this crazy stuff happened to me and my family and my friend who doesn't even know you, but she's in some crazy place right now? She's just lost her partner. Um, but yeah, I, so, but actually, my faith grew. It was weird. Like, it didn't feel like it was growing, but I knew that. God was keeping me and God was sustaining me through that. Um, and to me, like, I think God's love is kind of like a picture. It's like, I'm, I really am into art and I like painting when I get the time. And for me, I kind of relate God's love to that. Like, the process of painting a picture is not just simple. You don't just like paint a picture in a couple of minutes, it takes quite a while. You have to do like the background work, you get the correct tones and the highlighting and the positioning on the canvas. And sometimes during like art and things, it takes a good while to create the image you have in your head. Um, and it doesn't always look like what you want it to create. So I'm quite private when I paint. I don't want people seeing it because it will look like a mess at first. There's all just stuff everywhere. And the surface, it can look ugly and dull. And it takes a lot of perseverance to create the full image. Um, to put the finer details and the shading and things like that, it takes a while. And, but then the more that's put into it, you see the fuller picture, you see the beauty. I like painting landscapes, and to create that, you have to put you know, the finer details, and then something beautiful starts to emerge. And I think that's how our relationship with God can be. It definitely is mine. Like, without all of that, it wouldn't be the full picture. But... Um, God's creating something stunning behind the scenes. And sometimes we just see the grey and the murkiness, but actually he's creating something beautiful that will one day reveal and actually then grow us. Um, so that for me is, is true love. And he always wants us, for me, I feel like he's always wanting me to get stronger and to get to know him more 
and to get deeper in a relationship and get him, for me, just to feel that he is my one true love and he's going to be there with me through everything. Um, so one of my favourite verses just at the end is, he makes everything beautiful in its time, say in Ecclesiastes. Um, and I think that that's kind of true of, of my relationship with God, that he does make things beautiful in its time, but it's his time um, and we just have to trust him. So thank you for listening to my story.